Welcome to Rochambeau, the podcast about unique competitions, extraordinary events, and other amazing adventures. I'm Ted. And I'm Kim. Happy to have you guys here. Yeah, welcome back. This is exciting to me, Kimberly. Today is Tuesday, August 6th. 8 Six. That's right. And you know what's happening on 8-7? The Ocho is coming to ESPN2. If you guys don't know what the Ocho is, you will in a minute. Today's episode. ESPN8, The Ocho. Kim, do you think there's people who listen to our podcast who don't know what the Ocho is? It's possible. So a quick little background. 15 years ago, one of the most beautiful movies ever made came out. I stand by those words. (laughs) It's called Dodgeball, a true underdog story with Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Rip Torn, Christine Taylor. It has become a classic. And within this amazing tale of professional dodgeball players, they end up being broadcast on one of ESPN's many channels. Right. ESPN 8. The Ocho. And ESPN (laughs) 8 The Ocho was all about sports that you've never, ever heard of. And if this is starting to sound familiar, Mm -hmm. it's because you listen to Rochambeau. Right. In the movie, a key plot point was a magazine called Obscure Sports Quarterly. That's kind (laughs) of how the whole thing came together. We're kind of like the audio version of that. Yeah, I always tell people when they can't quite pick up what Rochambeau is about, that we are somewhere between Atlas Obscura and ESPN's The Ocho. Right. We're that weird little middle ground. (laughs) Yeah, that little overlapping spot there. So a few years ago, ESPN decided to make The Ocho a reality. For one day only, The Ocho. That's right. So for the last two years, it's been 8-8, August 8th. Right. What a what better day right. for Especially the Ocho. Especially in 2018, there was oh. almost three-eighths. There's three-eighths eight, in there somewhere. 8 18. <laughs> <laughs> The Ocho. And for 8-8, The Ocho Day celebration, ESPN2 became The Ocho and broadcast everything that the creators of Dodgeball imagined. Right. Everything they envisioned. So... This year, it's not on the 8th, it's on the 7th, but it is still absolutely 100% a The Ocho experience, and it's happening on ESPN2. And just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of the type of sports that you'll get to see covered. Tomorrow. You'll get to see Spikeball. The World Lumberjack Championship. The World Axe Throwing Championship. The Las Vegas Highland Games. The National Stone Skipping Competition. And oh, that one sounds familiar. Sound familiar. You'll also get to see the best of chess boxing. Which we have not covered. Not yet, but we will. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. There is the 46th Annual Cherry Pit Spitting Championship. You know what that is? Hmm. Spitting cherry pits. You are sharp, Teladale. I'm, I'm up on this stuff. The Putt-Putt Championship. Golden Tee Championship. School Bus Figure 8 Driving. Now that's something I can get behind. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Lawnmower Racing. Also, I want to do that. I'm, You know, I'm an excellent lawnmower driver. Yeah, my backyard is all hilly and jumpy and stuff, but it's also covered in grass. Ah. So I kind of do extreme uh, riding lawnmower acrobatics back there and good i haven't flipped and died job. yet so hey, I, must, I must be good at it that's something right yeah what about that one what one the one you asked me about earlier oh you mean slippery stairs yes what do you think that is i have no idea i think and i watched a little video clip so i uh-huh. actually know 
It's like, do you ever, did you ever watch MXC that uh, show? It was a Japanese game show, and then it was redubbed in English, and it's hilarious. Japanese game shows can be cruel. Yeah, this was kind of cruel. Like people getting knocked over by boulders, Ooh. people falling off things in a pool and trying to run across water. Ooh. So Slippery Stairs is trying to run up slippery <laughs> stairs. Right. And That's pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. And maybe things are being thrown at them, which is nice. My current favorite Japanese game show is Candy or No Candy, <laughs> where <laughs> they have to taste things to figure out if it's actually candy or ah. not. So the one that I saw, there was a shoe and a guy was like very slowly putting the shoe in his mouth oh. and then they bit and then it was candy. <laughs> and he just gets a big old smile and he chews the rest of it. So candy or no candy. That's better than candy or old gum oh gosh yes yes that show never caught on okay so we talked to michelle mcdonald she is the program manager is in charge of making the ocho a reality and she's going to tell us a little bit behind the scenes of how the ocho got started my name is Michelle McDonald. Um, I work at ESPN in our programming and acquisitions department, and I've had the pleasure of overseeing the Ocho um, since 2017 when uh, we first started the stunt. So you, you think of it as a stunt? <laughs> That's probably more of an internal term that we throw around, <laughs> a, a programming stunt, um, you know, taking over the network. Very cool. Why is it on the 7th this year? Good question. That is a great question. Uh, so... This year, unfortunately, we couldn't clear the day. We had some programming obligations on the 8th. As you know, we have a lot of different properties going on. Uh, summertime isn't as slow as it maybe once was. But so it's on the 7th this year. But, you know, we're not worried about it. It's still, it's still August. August is eight months. That's the Ocho. So it's still fun, and, and we're excited. I think it still counts. And that adds a it little bit of counts, right? yeah, adds a little fun to it. Exactly. Yeah. So can we talk about the inspiration for the Ocho Day? So it's funny, you know, the inspiration is from the movie Dodgeball as they have the dodgeball competitions in the movie on the Ocho. And we've always joked around kind of internally over the years in meetings when different ideas come up saying, you know, hey, that that would be awesome on the Ocho. That would be funny on the Ocho. It's (laughs) Mm -hmm. really just kind of an office joke. And then one year we decided to just do it. And it it was a lot of fun. Love it. Was it like a slow roll at ESPN to realize that the Ocho had become such a a cultish thing? Yeah, I think so. When we planned this then, I didn't think that we had planned for, um, you know, its popularity. I think in year one, after we saw how many hits we got in the original press release, uh, we were really surprised. So as the years have gone on and it's got more successful, we've been able to elevate it year after year. So, um, you know, the cultish falling that you reference is really been a driver in its success. What does it um, take to qualify as an Ocho sport? Like, how do you guys choose those? Yeah, so it's not an exact science. I mean, we do a lot of uh, research on our end. So we go through blogs and internet clips and everything and try to find anything that's unique that you know, we want to bring to our fans. So we have a small little committee here in programming and that does a lot of the digging. And, uh, and then we just start tracking things down. So we're cold emailing, cold calling people. And, and that's how most things get on the Ocho. You are doing the work. Uh, do you have a personal favorite that you guys have covered? So it's hard. I, you know, I think I'm so close to it, having kind of touching each and every sport that we do. It's hard to pick a favorite. There's just 
so many. Uh, they're so much fun, and uh, it's it would be like picking your favorite child. <laughs> Which I do all the time, by the way. <laughs> Have there been any sports that you, the Ocho, has covered that you think are going to make it into a crossover, like to a regular sport? So it's interesting. You know, we've done cornhole um, the past three years in the Ocho, and it, we also air it on ESPN2 pretty regularly. So that's okay. one that, you know, we talk about that it's almost becoming too normal for the Ocho. It's very mainstream. <laughs> so that's one that I could definitely see. You know, it's funny to say that cornhole would be something that's too normal. Right. <laughs> so but funny. now, you know, with our partnership with them at ESPN, it's definitely one that I could see making that crossover. Well, speaking of cornhole, you guys are covering it live this year? We are, yeah. The Ocho's first live event will be cornhole. Well, is it going to be available for those who can't watch it live? Like, is it going to be always on the web somewhere? Yeah, so all of the events from this year's Ocho will be available on the ESPN app um, and on our demand platforms. Oh, cool. Well, I was at the um, World Stone Skipping Championship in Mackinac Island. And I think, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think ESPN was there uh, recording for that. Yeah, so the organizers of that event put that together, and that will be part of the lineup this year. Okay. Yeah, it was it was neat uh, to be there with the cameras rolling and with the live uh, announcers. It really added a lot to the competition. It, it, it kind of made it more real, like uh, more official. That does say something to the weight of ESPN in general is just by having your presence yeah. there, it makes something so much more legitimate. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun when we can come to these events and, and put a show on. And I would just urge fans to tune in. It's a fun day of programming on August 7th on ESPN2 or what will turn into ESPN8 The Ocho for the day. That was rad. It was nice to talk to Michelle. She mentioned cornhole being too normal. Yeah. And we have not covered cornhole. Because I agree. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's, it's not Rochambeau material anymore. No, it's, it's too not. big for its britches. <laughs> Back when it was bags, maybe. But now that it's cornhole right. and it's got sponsors and pros. The fact that they do have a world championship, though, does make me lean towards it more. So right. I'll definitely watch it on the yeah. show. I wonder how exciting that will be to watch. I bet it's pretty pretty good. I bet you get into it just like any other sport. You're like, go team Carl and Fred from <laughs> right. Yugoslavia or wherever. Right. And as soon as you add those ESPN announcers, everything gets that weight to it right. and the drama. And they could make anything sound super duper interesting. <laughs> they are true. talented people. They are very talented people. Yeah. So I guess the next best thing to being on the Ocho is to have the Ocho and Rochambeau. It's almost like we're on the Ocho, but we're not. They're on us. <laughs> Be careful, Ted. You got the Ocho on you. <laughs> okay, coming up this weekend in our favorite town, Edinburgh, Scotland. Oh, we both love Edinburgh. We do. The Fringe Festival is going on. Oh, my gosh. That is their staple, that isn't is it? That is their staple. 53,000 performers, 3,398 shows on 300 venues. What do people do at the Fringe Festival? They look at art, they listen to artists, they listen to mu music, they shop, they eat, they drink, they party, they dance, they make things, whatever the heck you want to do. Fantastic. Art-centric. Art-centric. And there's also, I know that there's a, the stadium looks like the Harry Potter Quidditch Stadium. <laughs> 
Amazing, so right? That. Yeah. And that is what gave her inspiration, it right? Is. I'm not a huge festival person, but I would love to go to that huge festival. Oh gosh, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, how many people did you say show up for it? Over two million tickets were sold. Holy moly. Yeah. That is not that, that was, big of a city. That was twenty sixteen. Over two million tickets were sold. So over two million people show up. How many people do you think live in Edinburgh? Um, I think around 482,005, <laughs> approximately. Around, 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 give or take Less five. than half a million. Less than half a million, That's yeah. got to be insane for yeah. their economy, for their tourism, uh-huh. for anybody for who town. just happened to want to go see the castle. <laughs> wow. It's it's an invasion. Yeah, but a cool one. And a fun, artsy one. Imagine if all invasions were artsy. Oh, that'd be lovely. Like, you're like we're going to come and paint. Okay. <laughs> you know. Sure. Well, very cool. So that is this weekend and carrying on for the next couple of weeks. For three weeks, yeah. All right. You know what else is going on this weekend? What else, Kimberly? The World Police and Fire Games. Ooh, wow. Where's that going down? This year it's happening in Chengdu, China, but it actually travels. It happens every two years. Okay. And it happens in a different location every two years. It originally Ah. started in the U.S. And then most recently, before China, I believe it was in Virginia. Then coming up, it's going to be in the Netherlands. And then it's going to be in Canada. So it goes all around the place. And it has an attendance that is slightly less just slightly less than the summer olympic games wow holy cow that's huge they do a variety of events a lot of which you would see in the olympics it's open to active and retired law enforcement and fire service professionals from all over the world that's a big deal i never have heard of it do they have a competing um world games by criminals (laughs) i hope so because that's an awesome thought especially when i picture criminals being like an old-timey bank robber with a little mask mask on on and and they're bowling and they're they're surfing a little satchel with a dollar sign or something (laughs) all right so the games have competitors from 80 different countries this year is the 18th annual Uh Aha. It's been going on since 1985. Well, that sounds awesome. If you're in Chengdu, China, go check it out. That's right. And if you're not, then consider checking it out in 2021 in the Netherlands or in 2023 in Canada. Wow. Winnipeg. Winnipeg. That sounds great. If you guys know of anything going on in your hometown or that you've traveled to that we should know about, please reach out. We would love to include it in this calendar segment. You can hit us up on our social medias, all the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the Twitters, right? Yeah, the Twitters. Yeah, the Twitters. We're in Rochambeau Podcast at gmail.com is our email. That's true. And thank you to Cadillac Jones for letting us use your music on this podcast. We appreciate you guys. And we'll be back next week. Be ready. Until next time, people. Goodbye. You ready? No. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> that was <Fine>. funny. <laughs>